Hey, 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 welcome to My Chaotic Closet. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we have an interview, so that's exciting. I am interviewing a fellow Poshmark reseller and a fellow fellow podcaster. Her name is Jenny, and I will go ahead and get that rolling for you. I will say we had a bit of a rough intro just because we were trying to get our sound and order and all that stuff and make sure everything was good so the beginning is a little bit of a rough introduction because I had to cut part of it out so enjoy so how are you doing I'm doing good I'm I'm hoping that my voice will hold out I have this weird thing happening today of course but oh no worries you sound great so Let's see. All right, let's get started. How long have you been doing Poshmark and eBay for? Um, well, I started eBay, I think it was 2017. Okay. And yeah, I started Poshmark. I'm in my second year now. I, I started it a year ago. And then um, I think it kind of took me a year to really figure it out. Just, you know, that's kind of a dumb thing. I don't know, whatever. Same, yeah. And it was funny because I did start it like last January and then this January because of some decisions that I made throughout last year, I really have buckled down on my Poshmark this year. Do you find that things perform better on Poshmark than eBay or is it kind of like 50-50? It's kind of weird. So um, the changes that I made in the last couple months, it it like aren't literally week to week it will alternate one week i'll do better on ebay then the next week i'll do better on poshmark and it's so funny oh wow okay yeah it's it's weird how that's just been a pattern lately i used to so i used to sell on posh or on poshmark on ebay when i was younger and Mm -hmm. i i mean i have i guess i kind of have up until recently and then like I had like four returns on the same week from there that I had to pay for out of pocket. And I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, and just for, they made up reasons. Like all of them were like made up reasons. They had to return them. And I'm like, Oh, like, that's bad. I, you know, I get some once in a while, mostly with clothing. And now they have, um, returning clothes on ebay is a lot easier now because i guess they've acknowledged the fact that everybody has different fit even though they might wear the same size right um so i you know i did notice a little bit more of that i would say like since corona started um but i don't sell as many clothes as i used to i've really moved more into hard goods okay yeah so what's your closet is house of azadi azadi Azadi. Mm-hmm. Azadi. Mm-hmm. I actually just started listening to your podcast too when I learned I had no idea about the that you're allowed to offer it's like 20% of the listing cost on Poshmark that's the lowest you can go mm-hmm. they won't allow it any lower than Which, that that makes sense because I swear that's the offer I get all the time it's the 20% of what I have it listed for <laughs> yeah, right Okay, and I think, I think, you know, um, when we talk about low balls, I have a feeling about that, you know, like if you're obviously you want to make as much as you possibly can. Right. Yeah. That's the goal. Okay. Same thing. It doesn't matter what platform you're selling on. Cause they complain about it on eBay too, that they get these low ball offers. But um, <clears throat> when I go sourcing, I always think, can I ask at least five to six times more than what I'm going to pay for it? And that way, if for some reason it hangs around forever or whatever, and I have to settle for a lower amount, you know, Mm. at 20% off of or whatever, at at the lowest cost, it would be at least double what I paid for it, you know, so I'm not taking a complete loss. That makes sense. Yeah. How do you find stuff that can sell for that much more, though? I guess hard goods, maybe it's a little bit different than clothing. Um, well, I... I don't know where you're at. I'm in Georgia. Okay. Actually, I'm from, I lived in Georgia for 12 years. What part of Georgia? I live in Lilburn, right outside of uh, Atlanta. Okay. I lived in Augusta. Okay. I haven't been there. I've only been here for like eight years. Okay. Um, so I haven't been everywhere, you know. But um, 
So what I'm I've been doing for clothing, I've been going to Plato's Closet. Uh-huh. And they have these bag sales. I don't know if you've had Yeah, that's a really good deal. Like with it's not everything in the stores, they're clearance stuff, but you stuff a bag with as much stuff as you can and then you pay twenty dollars per bag. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So I've been getting clothes for less than a dollar. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? So even if I get ten dollars for it, I've you know, so that's what I've been doing with my clothing lately. And and Plato's closet is really good about screening what they get in. Although I am seeing a lot of um <clears throat> like Shane in there. Excuse yeah. me. You know, but um <clears throat> they still get better stuff, you know. That's a great um, deal. Yeah, it is an awesome sale. And I get the texts on my phone so I know when they're doing it and what locations. Wow. But then yeah, um, for the hard goods, I have a store. It's called the Southern Thrift. I don't. There may be like a couple of them here in Georgia, but I don't think it's a big chain like Goodwill or Salvation. Yeah. And um, I'm older. I don't know if you know that or not. I'm almost sixty. Okay. So, yeah, so I can get some of the places I go. I get a senior discount. Oh, nice. Are you still there? It's like cut out. Oh no. Can you hear me? Okay, it cut out for a second. I heard I heard that you get the senior you were talking about you were gonna say senior discount and then it cut out. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. No um worries. I get the senior discount and then um the the place that I buy most of my hard goods and I don't buy any clothes there, believe it or not, is this place called Southern Thrift. Um, okay. and I think they're local. I don't think there's a, you know, there may be like one or two of them, but they're not national. Yeah. You know, and then they have, of course, their sales where certain tickets are, you know, you know, 50% or something like that. And so I just, I'm strategic about what I buy there. Yeah. That's awesome. We have Plato's closet here too, but they don't ever do a sale like that. Really? No, I feel like how we get like. They're stingier in California with stuff. Like, we don't have... Our Goodwills don't do, like, the color tag sales. Um, yeah. At least in the Northern California. I'm not sure about, like, Southern California. But we don't have, like, the 50% off days or, like, the mm-hmm. tag days. And, like, mm-hmm. we, we do, they do have clearance sales, which I will go to Plato's Closet when they do their clearance sales. And you can get a good deal that way. But they never do, like, a fill-a-bag sale. Wow. Yeah. I know, like, everything in California is higher anyway, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you go to yard sales I- at all? Some, uh, I do go to some, um, and estate sales. We like estate sales. I go with my friend. Oh, fun. We, we love it. Yeah, we went to one yesterday, but we didn't find anything, you know. I need to start uh, going to more of those. Yeah, the estate sales are fun because, um, they, you know, you get to people watch when you're in there too. I've been to one where people started fighting over things. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. Most of the time it's not like that, but every once in a while you see people, I got that. No, I didn't. I put, you know, but yeah, the estate sales are fun. And, you know, you can find, I think you get the best stuff at the estate sales. You just have to know the prices. Do you ever go to the bins? Um, they don't have bins here in Georgia. Oh, okay. Uh, see, I, yeah. Yeah, I've never been when I lived in Georgia, but I didn't know if that was because was I just never tried to go or if they just didn't have them at all. No, they don't have them. I'm I I'm going on a trip here in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be passing through Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to go or not, though. I know when they had um, what did they call it? Oh gosh, I can't think of what they call it. Um, it was one of the like conventions for resellers, and a lot of the groups of the people that I watch and listen to went Pos- to the bench. Posh fest? No, it wasn't Posh Posh fest. It was. Something camp, I want to call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, a, a group of them went to the bins, you know. Um, I just, I don't know. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. Do you do the bins? I do. And I know, I think they're different in different locations, how they run them. Yeah, it, it they can, they definitely vary per state location. That is for sure. See, I don't know how they do, you know, what the rules are at the one that I would be passing by. Is the is the convention called FlipCon? 
What did you call it? FlipCon, was that the name of the convention? That's what it was, FlipCon, yes. Conventions, I've never heard of it. That's interesting. FlipCon, that's what it was, yep. Yeah, and um, Harry Tornado, I think, was the guy that organized that. Hmm, I don't know who that is either. Yeah, I watch him on YouTube some, and I watch a lot of the nurse flipper. Her name is Kat, um, and they were talking about it, you know. Um, but I just don't know if I want to go, you know. I it, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of effort that has to go into it, and digging and. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely labor intensive. <laughs> um, um, yeah it's fun um, but it it definitely depends on like the location and like mm-hmm. how close it is to your house and how right. aggressive the people are that are going so mm-hmm. we have a huge homeless um a homeless issue here so there's always a lot of homeless people which can get kind of weird because a lot of times they're on drugs so, yeah you know there could be issues with that like i don't know this place to bring my kids but mm-hmm. For the most, I mean, it's not like insanely dangerous. As long as you can, I, I, I say just stick, stay to yourself, or go with a friend, and don't, and just mind your own business because mm-hmm. the people around you, they're gonna be doing their own thing. Like sometimes just totally chill and fine. It just really depends on the day, you know, and who's in there. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna weigh it out. I may do it on my way back. It's only like three hours from my house, you know. And that's um, a lot. That's pretty far. Well, it is, but I'll be passing through there. Yeah. So, you know, and I don't know how much I'm going to pick up while I'm gone either. So. <laughs> I'm um, actually headed back up to Maryland. That's where I'm from. And then going to Dayton, Ohio, and then back to Maryland and then back here. So there'll be oh. lots of places for me to go in between. Yeah, you should definitely, you should definitely at least try it once. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Depends on how much room I have left and <laughs> how much money <laughs> You know, so. I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Hope you find some good stuff, though. That'll be fun. I hope so. Do you when have like, any favorite brands that, to sell when it comes to clothing? When you know, I don't have favorite brands per se. I um, I think I have a look really, and it's hard to describe. I just buy really what I like. Yeah. Yeah, I buy what I like. If I would wear it, then I would sell it. You know, that's yeah, kind of how. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. And this is like, is this like a part time thing for you? Well, <laughs> excuse me. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, um, I don't know. I've been, I've changed my mindset. Like, I, I guess the hours wise, it's probably still part time because I have a, um, I have another business. I have a cleaning business. Oh. And um, like I told you, I'm older, so I want to retire at 62. Okay. But I won't be able to live just on my retirement money, so I'm going to do this as well. And I'm just not going to clean anymore. And so since I have two years to really get this business up and running, I started in my mind anyway, saying this is business that I need to prioritize. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I guess you could call it full time, but I don't really put in a 40-hour work week. And I'm not making full-time money on it right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so cool, though. Yeah. I, I made some investments this year. Um, so, you know, my, the first step is to get it to pay for, you know, the things, the expenses that are now coming out. Because I have a, a place now that I rent where mm-hmm. I store my stuff. And I do a lot of work there. It's actually in the same house that I live in. I it's just on in this lady's sunroom and um, you know, I'm using some other apps that I have to pay for. So it has to, you know, start making money over those expenses. Do you use posture VA? I use um, flip. Oh, okay. And I use, um, what do they call it? Um, List perfectly. I thought flip was free. It costs money. No, no, no. Flip is free, but okay. the but the list perfectly is. I think it's thirty dollars a month. I'm telling you, it's worth every penny. Okay, I might have to try that. Yeah, you do honestly, and you can try it. Um, I'll send you my <laughs> I'll send you my little uh thing where you can get a discount. It, oh, they awesome. say it's like 
30% off. It's really about a week and you get 50 listings. And, um, I love it. I, um, especially when I first got it, cause I didn't have internet over there. That's another thing I had to buy an extended extension for, to get the internet to reach where I do my work now. But, um, I could do my listing on my phone, but you can't, I, I could put, how do I explain? I could put the listing into list perfectly, the pictures and my description and everything. Yeah. But then I had to go back over to the side that I live on where the internet was to use my laptop to do the actual cross posting. Uh huh. But now I have the internet over there, so it's a little easier, but um, the thing that's so I, I love about it is the cross listing part is so easy because you, it just, once you get the pictures and the description into the app, you just decide where you want to list it and oh little up and you just fill out the basic stuff that you have to fill out to get it to post. And then when you sell something, cause I have done this before where I've sold something on one platform and not taken it off of another and then somebody buys it and that's yeah. not yeah, so you can go back in and mark everything sold, and it'll end it. Oh, that's awesome! I definitely I need to do that because I'm only listing on Poshmark right now, and I'm sure I'd be getting more sales if I was on more than just Poshmark. Yeah, it it would make a difference, and I mean, um, I you know there was a a phase there I think with eBay um and the returns. I I don't know, maybe you just got hit hard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because I still sell clothes, and I very rarely have to take a return. Once in a while, I mean, I had a lady return a brazier just last week because it didn't fit her right. But it's part of the business, you know. Yeah, yeah. So how many um how many platforms do you cross list on with List Perfectly? Mostly um eBay and Poshmark and Macari, and then some things I put on Grail and some things I put on Depop and very very rarely on facebook mar- marketplace mm. so why why do you not do the marketplace i just don't really for me it doesn't work out that great okay yeah i get a lot of people who um i think are you know scammers yes yeah i do and um i mean i've sold some things on there i just I really haven't done very well on, on there. Not as far as reselling. I haven't. I had that same issue because I was, I was actually doing really well on there before I started mm-hmm. really listing on Poshmark. I was listing on Facebook marketplace, but the same thing happened where they had like some sort of, um, I don't know. They, I guess it was a flaw in their system where they would let people rich. Like they, all they had to do was say that they wanted to return something and they would get an instant refund and not have to ship you the item back and it would, you wouldn't get any profit. So you lost your item and the profit. Yeah. It happened. That happened to me a few times too. I was like, and I'm like, so now I'll list if it's just locally, if it's like something I'm that mm-hmm. somebody's going to come pick up locally, but I won't do the shipping thing. Right. That. Yeah. I mean, I've sold some furniture on there, but I don't really have a space to store furniture. Yeah. You know, big things, but I have friends who do really well on there, but it's all local. You know? Yeah, for sure. Local is the way to go with that. I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's just too sketchy. It's too big of a Mm -hmm. platform with too many people that scam on there. Yeah. There's not enough regulation. I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. um, You know, Poshmark in eBay in particular, I think they go out of their way to make sure that this, you know, people always try to find a way, but I do think that those two platforms do the best to protect the sellers from that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And vice versa, you know, there's bad sellers too. Have you ever been like scammed at all or how did anything go bad on Poshmark? You know, um, I'm, I'm a skeptic. <laughs> and you know so i would say every couple weeks or so i get somebody who will send me a message that they like this item but can i send them pictures to this email that they put spaces in it so that the algorithm or whatever it is doesn't catch that they're trying to get me to go off of the platform yeah. and I, I i don't fall for it but i had some this is interesting why don't i tell you about this i sold this um it was a from the 1970s little Snoopy was Avon product. It was Snoopy comb and brush set for children. 
Aww. And it was old. And the, the box, I had the box. The box was pretty beat up. And there was a little scuffing on Snoopy's nose. So this lady bought it. She didn't buy it for a lot. She only bought it for like $12. And I sent it to her. And she opened a case. Uh, and um, she put pictures in. And so the scuffing where it was on his nose, now almost all the little black on his nose was gone. And at first I thought, is she going to try to send me her beat up Snoopy? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, so I was trying to be diplomatic because, you know, I didn't want to sound like I was going to accuse her of anything. So I just said, All right, I'm curious to know, was the box that it came in, was that damaged or, you know, did anything happen during shipping? And she put pictures of that on there and the box was intact as whatever damage was there was there before. Um, so somehow Snoopy lost more of the black on his nose and she had made a comment that she didn't want a full refund. She wanted a partial refund. So I'm thinking, well, she's not going to get it because everything I know through Poshmark, they don't give partial refunds, but do you know that they did? They gave her a $5 refund and they let me keep my money. So yeah, that is something that they'll do because I've had I I have purchased items where I try to return it and they're like, "Will you take a five dollar refund?" And set, and I'm always like, "No," because <laughs> it's usually an item that's worth way more than that. I'm like, "Yeah, no," but yeah, I've had that happen at least from the on the buyer side before to me, and I'm like, Aww. I guess it's like a way they try. I think it's a way they're trying to save money by not having to come out of pocket to pay to have it shipped back. Right, right. <laughs> but see, well, she probably knew what she was doing, and she probably did that just to get the five dollars. She might have, and you know, I mean, at first I thought she was really trying to pull something, but you know, the pictures that she was showing—it was my piece, and I don't know what happened to his nose. It didn't match the pictures, yeah. but you know, something happened. But he's, you know, an old piece of plastic. Take so, Sharpie, draw it in, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, he might disintegrate more. I don't know. But anyway, that worked out. And I was just so surprised because my understanding up until now is they don't allow, you know, refunds. Um, and I've never, that's the first time I've had anybody try to get any money at all from Poshmark. Yeah. I've never had anybody try, ask for the partial refund either. I did have one lady who, tried to threaten me into she thought I was going to somehow set mail her more clothes she was like I won't open a case against you as long as you send me this and this from your closet and I was like escalate to Poshmark support escalate like I'm not yeah. I do not wow. care I like, and then and if she immediately closed the case after I did that she said you know what never mind I'm happy with my purchase oh okay <laughs> I'm like what that's so funny I mean I've never I've never really had People get ignorant with me on Poshmark. Oh, you everybody, no, I, everybody's been really nice. Oh, I had somebody once. I sold this pa this pair of Harry Potter vans, and uh -huh. they were they weren't in great condition, but they were like a very rare pair. So I was like, I got them at the Goodwill bins. I was like, I'll just try to sell them, and he was not happy with the condition. He thought, he thought they were more worn but i mean instead of just being like i want to return these he goes into this whole thing about how he's a psychiatrist that he can tell when people are lying and i clearly staged the photos and photographed them a certain way to hide certain damage like damage on it and i'm like dude i sold these for like 12 dollars to you mm -hmm. and i made like nine dollars like subtract what i actually paid for them i made like five bucks like are you kidding me you think i went through all this to like what he's like you're a liar you're a compulsive liar I'm like wow are you like you he seriously acted like he paid like hundreds of dollars for the, these pair of shoes i'm like and i like scammed him in some way out of like his 12 dollars. i was like oh my gosh yeah i mean i've heard lots of stories like that but i i must be just very lucky i so far knock on wood you know i haven't had any terrible encounters i had one person and it was my fault um i sent them the wrong shirt or something i don't know and this was on ebay he sent me a, a, a message and he's like is this a joke you know because the shirt i sent to him was like a big and tall and apparently he wasn't <laughs> and, you know, and that's funny. I know, right? It was totally my fault. And I had apologized. And that was the end of that. You know, he said, thank you. I 
you know, refunded him or whatever I had to do to make things right. But, you know, I, <laughs> that was the worst comment I got, really. Oh I, so funny. I had, I once received an item that, like, I literally did not order. I was like, this is so, it, it came from a Mercari seller. And I'm like, this is so strange. Like, it was like a pink, uh, like, airy, like American Eagle bralette, like a teeny tiny size extra small bralette. And I'm like, what is this? And like, mm. it took me so long to figure out what had happened. And what happened was I had ordered like a dress from that seller, but then she never, she couldn't find the dress. So she canceled my sale. But she must have printed out the label before she decided she couldn't find the dress and canceled our sale. And then she slapped the label on from the canceled sale on the package that was supposed to go to somebody else and mailed it to me. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry for her. It, it was luckily it was something super cheap. So she said she didn't care. She was like, it's not even a big deal. I'll just, just keep it and I'm just going to refund them. And I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah. That's like, what? I mean, stuff happens. It's easy to, you know. Send oh, yeah. something to the wrong place. You have to stay organized. Oh, I did it. I've done it like ten mm-hmm. times. I've accidentally mixed up orders. Now I'm really careful about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Where I'm like, yeah. I, I flip two labels somehow. Like I would say mm-hmm. they get flipped, and then I'm like, oh, this is so horrible. Like, oh, yeah, because no, 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 no. yeah, then you've involved somebody else too. You know, yes. I get it. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> so it is the worst. So now I'm like insane. I, I print all the labels out on my computer with the picture next to it, and I'm like mm-hmm. so careful because like I don't ever want to have to do that again. Because people get so mad. They're like, "You're I, that's I've been called out. You're a scam artist. You know I didn't I mean, order this." And I'm like, "I do know you didn't order that, but I wasn't trying to scam you. All you have to do is send it back to me. We'll make this right." Right. <sighs> but yeah, it's frustrating. Right. It's so inconvenient for them. And then you feel so stupid. Yep. You know, right? <laughs> oh I did it again. I haven't done it yeah, once. Yeah, like, yep. I know all about it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was like, I was never, I, like, before, I've been reselling for so long, but then like, it wasn't at the point, like, I guess the point on Poshmark where I was selling like 30 items a day. So it was like insane. Mm-hmm. So like, you can imagine when you're selling that many, you're just trying to like, especially if I'd wait, like I wouldn't ship for a day. So then it's like you, I may have had like close to 60 items to ship in one day. And I'm just trying to, I have my kids here. I'm trying to jam them out as mm-hmm. fast as I can get to the post office before the post office closes. And like, when you're moving that fast, it's easy to mix things up. Yeah. Do you ever have the post office come and pick up from your house? They will not. So yeah, my, my, no, like you can schedule it, but I, I, I used to be able to do that. But then when I had so many items, my mailman just won't do it <laughs> like because he's like, you have too many packages. So that, yeah, I can, I can't do it. <laughs> I wonder if that's the location. Cause like, um, I know, do you ever watch any of the YouTube people that do oh, this? Yeah. You, he's supposed to, he just won't pick them up. Like my, I know my mailman and he's like, I'm not picking up your packages. Wow. I'm sure I could like report him or something, but I'm just like, whatever, I'll just take them myself. Because then I I know that they get in there and get scanned. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> and I do feel bad because it's like when you have a pile of like 30 boxes sitting outside, you're kind of like, mm-hmm. sorry. That's your job. I know. I just, it is. It's dumb that he won't, especially it sucks on days when I don't have that many. I'm like, I wish I could like utilize the service on days when I only have like two or three orders to go out and I have a lot to do. And he would just like, I would be totally fine with being like, okay, I will only, you know, have you do this when I only have a couple of orders, but no, he won't. They just sit up there and just sit up there and they never get picked up. Because I, so what I heard was I heard that they only have to pick them up if they're dropping off a package to you. Like, so if they don't actually have to come up to your doorstep to drop something off, they don't have to pick them up. I don't know if this is true, but that's what he told me. So anytime, like, if I didn't have a package, but I know this is also not true because I've had stuff dropped off and then my packages still sit there. So I don't really know the, all the rules on it. All I know is my mailman never picks them up if I try to do that. Wow. I stopped like a year ago. I, mine, and that could be regional too. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but here, I have to have something priority. So Poshmark's oh. all, you know what I mean? Poshmark, it's not a problem. But yeah. I could have a bunch of orders on eBay or another site that are not priority. They could be all first class. And then they w- I wouldn't be able to schedule a pickup. I think that I think it says the same thing for me when I go to schedule. Uh, yeah, you have to have at least one priority meal. Yeah. Yeah, that's, which, I mean, I don't really understand the that the reasoning behind that but 
maybe that's how they justify making it worth their while because it is it does take them off their route a little bit they have to get out of the truck and <laughs> and i you know some places like where i used to live i told you i lived in maryland i lived in a rural area and they were using their own cars it was crazy they were driving they were sitting in the passenger seat so that they could reach into the mailboxes and of course the car you know they have to reach across to the driver's seat and drive with their left foot. What? I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. That cannot be safe. It's not. I don't even know how they get away with it. I don't even know if they honestly, I don't know if they're still doing it now, but this was like 20 years ago when, you know, um, my kids were younger. Oh and yeah, God. they were driving through neighborhoods sitting on the. I couldn't do it. My legs aren't that long, you know, but they would sit in the passenger seat drive with their left hand and using their right hand, somehow putting the mail in the mailboxes. That's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. How in the world? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. I can't even imagine doing that. That's so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I wish I could use that service. That would be so nice. Honestly, mm-hmm. so helpful. It, but... it really would. It would make your life so much easier another reason to move i guess <laughs> well come to georgia oh my gosh i love i have so many friends in georgia i wish i could live in georgia yeah i love it here i really do it's so i yeah i love georgia so much it's great it's a great area it's so affordable mm-hmm. the people are nice here exactly i love georgia so much but mm-hmm. The only thing is traffic. I can't stand the traffic. Yeah. You're a crazy we, driver. We have that here too, for sure. So do you, when you come to, when it comes to sourcing, have you ever like sourced anything to sell off of Poshmark? Like- Not off of Poshmark. I did a little bit off of eBay. Okay. Um, Some jewelry. So I did two things. I bought costume jewelry, about like 30 pounds of costume jewelry. Oh, cool. Well, no, not cool. <laughs> not really. And you know, there's some good pieces in there, but a lot of it was like paparazzi stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um I have a couple pieces that were good, but you know, it was stuff that whoever was selling it went through it all, you know. Yes. There was a couple pieces that you know, I might have gotten like 12, 13, 14 dollars for, but nothing over 20 dollars. Oh. Right? But those then I like those thread up boxes. It sounds like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably use those pieces like the paparazzi. I'll throw them into the clothing things that I sell as like a, you know, just a gift. Yeah. Um, right. So it was good for that, you know? Um, but I did buy a lot of sterling silver and I think I got like 12 pieces. I don't remember how many grams it was. I did good with that. Like, uh, I think it cost that cost me about a hundred dollars, and um, I've sold two pieces, so that's paid for that lot, you know. Yeah. So that did good, but I haven't sold any yet. Um, I just recently found a wholesaler, actually in California, a sterling silver wholesaler. Oh, cool. Yeah, and everything's brand new, so you know they're kind of newly listed. Um, so they haven't moved yet, but, uh, I don't know. That might be the better way to go. And I have more information on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, the prices are really, really good. And I can put that as a boutique item. So how do, what how determines what's a boutique item and what's not? So, um, a boutique item has to be something that has never been worn by somebody, has never been sold. Like, you know, you can go to to a thrift store and find something that has the tags from the store on it, right? Yeah. But that's not a boutique item. That's something that's still kind of like old stock or whatever. Okay. All right. But my pieces that I'm buying from this wholesaler, it would just be like, like, for instance, I have a friend. I could tell you this story, too. But anyway, he sells on Amazon. Everything he sells is brand new. So he's got accounts with Sunbeam. Oh. And he buys Sunbeam products and he sells them new on his Amazon account. Okay. So he that would be like a boutique because you're buying them from the source. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's the, the difference. It's never been in anybody else's possession or handled you can buy by it from the actual source. Like people that get like wholesale yeah. free people items, they can list that as boutique because they got it directly from free people. Exactly. So do you have to prove that you have to prove that as well? Um, with Poshmark? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't remember what the process was. I had, was approved for boutique long before I was selling anything on it. I didn't think I just put the, an application. It was pretty easy. Oh, okay. It had to be because I did it when I first started, you know, and I didn't know what I was doing. Does it help you sell stuff to have stuff listed as boutique? Um, I'm not really sure yet, to be honest. Okay. Cause yeah, I've just kind of started it. I wanted to start getting some things into my inventory that were brand new that nobody's ever seen before, you know? Yeah. Cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it just shows, you know, how broad you can go with this kind of a business you can do really anything as long as it's legal you know yeah <laughs> true I, know, I see some weird stuff like i've seen a ton of people selling expired food products or like vitamins on Poshmark, and i'm like that expired in 2019 why would you list that um odd things like that you know i have something on there I would be careful. Like I wouldn't sell it as, as it is, oh. you know, as a product, but I have on there on my closet, I have a, um, it's a Darth Vader skillet. It's, a, it's a cookie mold and it's yeah. cast iron and it's in the box and the cookie mix is in the box, but it it's expired. I wouldn't eat the cookie mix. And I put that <laughs> in there. I did put that in there. Like it's got the cookie mix. I don't advise eating it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I left it in the box because I didn't want to destroy it in case whoever buys it wants the box. It's already a little bit damaged as it is, you know. Um, but I've heard about people selling, like, um, perfume bottles. So uh, maybe a discontinued perfume. Because, you know, most places, they don't really want you selling, <clears throat> excuse me, used perfumes or cosmetics. But they will sell perfume bottles say of something that they don't make anymore and there will be in that bottle still a remnant of whatever the perfume was and people will buy it for nostalgia yeah like grandma used to wear this perfume or something like that and the same thing with other products like vintage um cleaning products and household items that may still have the product in it it's not consumable anymore but they'll buy, they'll sell it, you know, for people who collect Americana type stuff or movie sets. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and, and that's a big thing here. I, I guess you know that, you know, that they have this studios. They're calling this the East Coast L, um, Hollywood. No, I do not know. What is it? It's like, yeah. a, huh. Well, like Tyler Perry is one of the big ones. He's got oh, a. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of filming here and they need props. That makes sense. I was out sourcing one day in this little antique store and um, the guy's prices were really, really high and like way high. And so I was asked, you know, talking to him and all that. And that's where he makes most of his money is renting his furniture out to the, um, the studios. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Who would have thought, right? But that's oh. what he did. Mm-hmm. What's your name on Poshmark? House of Azadi, but my um my login with the at sign is Jensing J E N S I N G nine three zero. S I N G nine Okay. Yeah. Okay, I found I found you on I must have found you on eBay before, but I didn't see you okay now I oh mm-hmm. I am following you. Okay. Yeah, and you look through my stuff, you can see like the evolution of like <laughs> selling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. How many items do you usually have listed in your store? Do you have like a certain amount you try to stay with? I'm really trying to grow it. So I'm at um probably around probably around six hundred and maybe twenty five or thirty uh-huh. active listings right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um and I wanna keep adding to that so i'm not really where i want to be yet that's really good though i mean that's a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot but it's not enough (laughs) 
I feel the same way. I want to get up to back up to like 1100, 1200. It's just so, yeah. so hard. Well, you know, if you keep selling them, that's a good thing. If they're, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, if something else is keeping you from getting there, <laughs> that may not be. If I was able to just keep listing and it kept going up and never went down, that probably would be an issue. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like you gotta gotta be glad that you that stuff is leaving too right but. you know mm-hmm. that's for sure i've been trying to set goals for myself you know um i really want to list like 50 items a week that's a great goal yeah that's 10 items on a five-day week you know and uh that is easier with this list perfectly thing i can tell you that even like I've heard a lot of people do about like five items a day, and that's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I yeah, the consistency consistency thing, you know, being regular like that, that is more important, I think, than anything. It really is. Have you heard of Nicole State? Yeah, I have. Have you heard bad things about her? I have. Okay, me too. But like, I just remember I saw a video of her where she was like listing a hundred items in one day, and I'm like, did she actually list a hundred items in one day? Wow. I do, and it's dang near impossible. Which, of course, now I just don't even believe her. For with everything I've heard about her, I'm like, that was probably fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been my goal ever since I saw that. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get a hundred items in one day, and it's like I I can't like I think the most I've done is like twenty five, and it's like yeah, awesome, and maybe thirty, but like past that, it's like, and that takes like all day, like off and on all day, trying to you know like yeah, but that is a lot. Like really, what I try to do it depends on what my cleaning schedule is, but on the weekends I. And it, you're hustling when you're doing this. So if I can get like 25 on Saturday and 25 on Sunday into my list, list perfectly, that's my 50 for the week. And it is. It takes all day. And that doesn't even count like, you know, steaming it and all that kind of stuff that goes into it before you even start taking pictures, you know. So you watch a lot of people on YouTube that are on like eBay and stuff? Um, I have my favorites. There's some people that I used to listen to that I stopped, but, you know, um, but I, I, yeah, I have people that I listen to regularly Is for different about Nicole state. Mm-hmm. I heard somebody talk about her. It wasn't. Yeah. I she, used to really like her too. And then like, everyone's like, Oh, she's a scam artist. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. I've, I've heard- never bought anything from her or anything like that. So I don't know, but. I didn't I didn't buy anything from her and I had never heard about her until she got this reputation. Yeah. Um, you know, but the person that I heard it from, I uh he it's a he, somebody that I respect. He um knows this business and I don't think that he would have name dropped if he didn't know for a fact. Well, it's not, and it, I don't know who it is, but I know it wasn't just him. It was multi. I saw multiple, like to the point that I think, maybe that's how I even found out about her. Was like, I'm like, why are all these people talking about this lady? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it must have been horrible whatever she did for that many people to talk about her. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, so I've heard she like. Um, she lied about all the weights of her stuff, like through eBay and about like she would put like the first class labels on stuff that weighed like pounds, you know, a couple pounds. Oh like, wow! Yeah, I'm the post office, and then she blamed it all on like her assistant, and they're like, "There's no way that that was all your assistant," kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. she got these like reseller boxes, um, and they were all supposed to be like a certain value, and they just weren't. Kind yeah, of- that's what I had heard about the uh, Yeah. And see, there's that's dangerous territory right there. When you're kind of, you know, backstabbing your own tribe, mm-mm, that's not also, good. Like, would you buy a reseller box from a reseller? Because I don't think I would. You know what I mean? Because it's like a reseller. They are a reseller. They're not going to put any. They're not going to put something in there that's like a gold mine, which is what you're going to be hoping for. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what happened to me with the jewelry. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like yeah. God, it sucks. I wish that. I wish you could do so, like buy stuff like that, but mm-hmm. like you're better off um, 
just going out and finding your own things. Yeah. We all want to take the shortcuts, but sometimes it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, right. <laughs> or looking for, you know, I mean, because if they're strategic, like you were talking about sourcing on online, you know, if they reduce their price low enough that they're, you know, it's affordable that you can resell it, then it would be okay. But to, yeah, mystery boxes, especially with clothing, I, I, uh, I'm reluctant to do that, you know. Yeah, I've done the only one that I've done that I liked was like I've done three people mystery boxes where it's all new with tags and mm-hmm. I know it's wholesale items, but like the cost is good low enough on the box that I'm like it's worth it. And I've done that a few yeah. times and it's been worth it. But um yeah, like the, the used reseller mystery boxes, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's 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 a gamble. That's a gamble. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. And you know what else I did? That it didn't work out for me. I, it just didn't work out for me because I know there's some other people that do really well. Is um, have you heard of wholesale ninjas? No. Okay. Um. Oh, what is her name? Lindsay. Mm, I'll think of her name. Oh, you're talking Lindsay. about Lindsay Nicole. No, no, no. Yeah, you buy um, you buy these. They're shelf pulls. So they're they're unopened packages, health and beauty, cosmetics from Wholesale Ninja. Yeah, Lindy. Um, what is her last name? Is it Lindy? It's Lindy. Uh, yeah, Lindy. Oh, I've seen her before. I think you know who I'm talking about. She was a big, big, big promoter of them for a while. She's changed her business, but she, you know, that's where I heard about them, and she sold from them. A lot for years, I think. But yeah, you can buy from them, and they they have decent prices, and their shipping is really really fast. Um, and but I just it didn't work out for me. And then you know some of the products they might have only had like two months or so before the expiration date. You know, I just Lindy Glenn. Yes, that's who it is, Lindy Glenn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's she's changed now. She's really focusing on this. Uh, she's got her own bin store. Oh wow! Yeah, she's in Kansas somewhere in Kansas, and um, she's got a local store. She's still doing some uh, eBay sales and maybe some other sites or whatnot. But she's got a, a brick and mortar store where she's selling to the public. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. And she's she. I learned a lot from her. I learned a lot about selling. I learned a lot about shipping from her. She's awesome. Have you ever you know. done the thread up like those mystery boxes they do or wholesale boxes from thread up? I've never been able to get one that I would be interested in. By the time I get there yeah. and start looking, whatever I wanted to get is sold out. Same. I've and, but I'm like every time I watch the videos, I'm like, I don't think I want one. But then like every once in a while I'll see a video mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh wow, okay, they got really good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. Like, I would watch these unboxings of the the wholesale ninjas and um, other things. You know, it's just sometimes I I don't know. You know, people when they do these videos, they're doing it for views. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, is it worth it for them to do a really crappy mystery box? Yeah. You see. And they may not get the views with that. So I've, I've started to take those kind of things with a grain of salt. Right. Um, some people are more upfront and honest than others. Okay. But just myself, I think I do better if I'm going to buy things like clothing, use clothing. I want to see it and touch it and feel it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Because even when I do that, I still get something home and there's a hole in the armpit or a button missing, you know. But then I can't blame anybody but me. Whereas if I had yeah. a whole box like that, you know, then I would feel like I was ripped off. Yeah, I would totally too. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of staying away from, especially with clothing, any of this bulk stuff like that. You know, I, it has to be more of a sure thing. That's the only reason why I went with the silver is yeah. because I knew there's going to be some value in it, no matter what. Yeah, definitely. 
And actually, the, the lot of silver that I bought, there was two pieces in there. I think they were actually like craft made by like craft craft people who craft jewelry. Oh, uh-huh. and they had gold on them. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty good. I think. Definitely. Better than what I had expected, you know. So. But they're not marked. I had to test them. So, unfortunately. Were you, you able know. to sell them? They're still for sale. Oh, okay. Um, they're in my closet, and one of them is um, they're real pretty. I think the stone is a tourmaline, and oh. it has gold around it, and then it has like the hook pierced earring. Yeah, yeah. This it's a pretty earring. And if you don't smell, I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad I could. Here, say. I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, was there anything you wanted to ask me or say? or? Um, Well, I'm so glad that you got back with me and this was exciting. And I could talk for hours about all this, you know. (laughs) But I could. So, um... I would say keep my number. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you know, it can't hurt to know somebody. We're on different sides of the country, so we have different perspectives and different experiences. And maybe we can get together again some other time and talk about some things. I would love to do that. Thank you so much, Jenny. You're welcome. Thank you. That's the end of the video, guys. Make sure to see the podcast on Instagram. Love you. Okay, bye.